Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome in to Mondays with Matt. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast with Matthew Starkey and myself. Matt, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I am wonderful this week, Mark. How That's are you good. doing? I'm doing very well. So uh, it's got you got you a quite quiet office today, if I can talk. Uh, so that must be nice, right? Uh, just you, yourself, and you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's. Um, yep, everybody's out today, and um, so we're doing a little recording. Had a great, a great week this week. I was able to. Well, October kicks off bow season in Michigan, and I'm a bow hunter, so. Ah. Uh, my time has been very busy lately with what's going on in the practice and working a lot of extra hours. Cancellation in my appointment on Tuesday allowed me to get out in the woods. And so okay, nice. Um, I got, got to do a little hunting and I was successful. I got a deer, which is a big thing for me. I did, it's great. It's a great time, even if I don't see anything, to get out in the woods and just have that peace and quiet some out nature, in nature. Yeah. But pure Michigan, I love it. And, of course, you love it even more when you're successful doing what you're doing. Yeah. So. You're a Michi- Michigander, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, good. Well, that was cool. I'm glad you had a little chance to get out and enjoy some nature a little bit and uh, and all that good stuff. So you, you, you bring it home you, have, you bring it home and take care of it, all that kind of stuff? Do you wind up uh, you know, doing venison jerky and all those fun things? I take it to a processor, but right, um, right, yeah. yeah, it's uh, something I'm not the best at, so I just let let the experts. That, yeah, that's kind of what but, I meant. Uh, yeah, when but I, I did uh, I did order some jerky and cool. um, for the family um, and some, some <laughs> hickory sticks or whatever that. I, is. I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I didn't actually mean bring it home. I was thinking, I thought I said that kind of badly. I was like, yeah, you just pull up <laughs> pull up at the front of the house with a deer on the hood of the car, you know, very like a vacation, like a very Chevy Chase kind of uh, national lampoons move, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, you know that that is fun to do. It's fun to show it off. But yeah, I don't process them at home. But it's a legitimate question because I like People my do. uncle and I were talking, and yeah. um, you know, some cousins got got deer and and um they've already processed like three themselves this year so yeah some people uh, do in the family <laughs> yeah it, it is not for me so I, I i'm with you there i would probably be taking someplace as well all right well let's get into our main topic folks are probably like did, did i tune in to deer with matt or mondays with matt what's going on here <laughs> so, hey we can discuss anything we want on mondays <laughs> that's right anything we want and it's a, it's a nice break and every once in a while just to change it up but we will get to the financial stuff folks so we'll get into that right now and of course as always if you have some questions as you're listening to the show, you hear something that piques your interest, reach out to Matt at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. And of course, if you need to call him right away, make sure you get onto the calendar. Before you take any action, come in and call him at 989-401-2949-989-401-2949. All right, Matt, so let's talk about uh, variables that shape everybody's retirement plan. If the variables were the same, if it was basically just everybody was exactly the same, your job would be pretty darn easy. Uh, you know, you wouldn't have to uh, really think outside the box and try to get creative with each person because they'd all be the same. But the fact is, is that we are all quite different. We say it a lot on the show. While there may be some things that universally um, affect us all, 
Everybody's situation is truly unique when it comes to retirement planning. So on today's show, we'll explain why answers to some of retirement's critical questions do actually vary from person to person. And let's start with the income needs, Matt, because that is always the tricky part for people. A lot of times they'll say, I want to have X number of dollars when I retire. And it's really more about the income than the actual dollar amount you've saved. Well, that's right, Mark. It really is about the income. Frequently, and just meeting this week with clients, people vary. They're all over the board with what they want to do and with where they're at and uh, what they require. Let's kick this off first. One of the biggest keys, I think, to having the lifestyle that you want is to be debt-free during retirement. And um, not everybody takes that approach when they are in retirement. Some people still have a mortgage. Some people have a second house. Maybe one of them's paid off, but they still have a payment on on one. And then also, um, you get other monthly things, factors like, hey, do we do we want to have a car payment? Um, right. Normally, what I'll recommend before you go into retirement, before you take that big step, definitely fill out a cash flow worksheet. And it's a good idea to do this for like three months in a row. What a cash flow worksheet does is it, all you're doing is simply looking back at last month and saying, where did we spend our money? I know some people pay everything with a credit card, so they get miles or points, and then they pay the credit card off every month. Some people don't pay that credit card off every month, and that's how you get in trouble. But income needs for retirement really starts with taking in a real in-depth look at the cash flow and say, which expenses are fixed here, which expenses are variable, and how much do we really need to live on? So the reason I mentioned being debt-free is if you don't have any real bills during retirement other than your utilities and your food, and probably some insurance costs, it doesn't cost a whole heck of a lot to live. Then you can structure in travel plans and uh, money for hobbies and different things like that. Maybe you want to visit the kids or grandkids and they're not in town. You need to book some airline tickets or or maybe you want to go on that vacation that you've been saving up and uh, planning for the last five years. So now is the time. And um, how much income we need, again, really is dependent on your situation. So the way that I normally help folks to address that is to start looking at that monthly cash flow, find out which expenses are going to be there every month, month after month, and which ones we can be flexible with. And and that's really how you're going to tailor it. And then you got income sources. So you got to find out, hey, do I have a pension plan that's consistent? Are we living on social security or a combination and then how much money am I going to have to take up my investments to make my lifestyle right. flourish and how I want it to be? So yes, it's very different for everybody. And what I find is it really comes down to your personal goals. Yeah. And considering the fact that you know those income needs are going to grow through your retirement years, hopefully uh, you're going to have a nice long retirement. And of course, inflation is going to happen. And so if you think, hey, $5,000 a month is covering us, we're good to go. That's great, but in ten years, that five thousand will probably be more like ten thousand. So you know, you just want to keep kind of those things in mind as well as you're doing that planning and budgeting. So that's one variable. Another one is going to be the tax situation because it's right there on the heels of the income as being crucially important. How much you're going to pay uh, in taxes, uh, or how much you can save, depending on how you want to look at it in your tax payments. That's another big variable. Taxes are a huge issue and, and often overlooked when we're planning. Um, when we're in the planning stages, we figure, okay, I need this much to get my nest egg built up to, and that way I can take off X percent in income. However, with the changes in the tax law, what we find is that taxes can play a big role and we have to cover that. Um, so one of the things I've started to talk about recently is having a tax-free retirement versus a taxable retirement. Tax on our 
investment vehicles, for instance, your 401k or IRA, when you go to pull money out, if you've uh, taken a deduction when you put that in years ago, that's taxable when you take it out, that taxation on that income is going to affect also um, the calculation for tax on your social security payments. So if you're not thinking about this, you need to start thinking about it. If you're not yet retired, definitely give us a call because how you structure your income through retirement definitely matters. And taxes, depending on your income, the current tax rates in 2019 here, a married couple, if you're making over $78,950, you're going to jump into the next tax bracket, which is actually an increase of 10% in your taxes. So as you take your income, you really have to be aware of how much we need to plan for when it comes to taxable income versus tax-free income. And then it also impacts your social security. So if you make X amount, your social security starts to get taxed. Half of your your benefits from social security can be taxable. And then if you make even more money, 85% of your social security payment can be taxable. So taxes do play a big, big role especially when our investments are starting to produce income. So you want to plan for tax-free income down the road if you can. How do you figure that out now? Definitely give us a call. We'll run a financial plan or an analysis to guide you and make sure that we are setting enough money aside on a tax-free basis through using Roth vehicles or others so that we can tap into this later on down the road. Yeah. And I think, you know, you got to be cognizant of the fact that taxes are low now and that they could change and probably will change. So you want to bear that in mind and definitely, again, have that conversation with Matt. So reach out to him at 989-401-2949. Well, since you mentioned Social Security a couple of times, I'm going to skip around on my list. I'm just going to jump to that one. That's another big variable, Matt. You know, when to start it is always a conversation of uh, great debate with a lot of couples and a lot of people working with their financial advisor. You know, there's the, I want to turn it on as soon as I can because I can reason. (laughs) There's a million reasons, but, you know, Social Security is a big variable. Oh, absolutely. You know, Social Security, a good deal of people plan on Social Security for a big chunk of their income through retirement. Naturally, you've been taxed on it. So hopefully that benefit's going to be there and it's going to be strong for you. But um, yeah, when do we start it? We actually... um, have lots of questions surrounding this. And again, it goes back to lifestyle. It goes back to your planned income. I was just uh, meeting with some folks this week and uh, he's working. He's going to continue to work and delay taking social security to his 66, almost 67 uh, years old, which is the normal age. So you can take it early as 62, as you know, for a reduced benefit, or you can wait until age 70. And the longer you wait with social security, the estimated growth is about 8% at a tax-free rate. So you can hardly beat that when you say, well, if I can work longer or if our plan allows me to take money off my investments, then uh, yeah, it might make sense to let Social Security grow a little bit for you. Then after you start receiving it, you're receiving a bigger benefit and that usually gets that cost of living adjustment at about 3% per year. So when should we start taking Social Security? Great question. Really, it depends on if you're married or single and what other income streams you have available. So a lot of pensions will kick in or be you'll be eligible to start receiving income from pensions around 60 years old. That's a little under the Social Security retirement age. So if you want to retire early, let's say, and you do have lucky enough to have a pension, frequently you'll, you'll supplement that with income from your investments. 
Now, if you're taking that income from your investments until Social Security kicks in, which was the case of this couple I was talking to this week, what you do is you plan that income to come off the investments. Once Social Security kicks in, that'll give you some solid income, and then we can reduce the income from our investments, hopefully. So lots of different factors come into play. Uh, Again, single, married, and what's my spouse's Social Security? So if you have questions on that, we actually have uh, software that we can run an analysis. We can plug in both of your estimated Social Security amounts, and you can actually find out how to maximize or how you can get the most from Social Security using a claiming strategy instead of just by default. So um, if you're interested in that, give us a call, and we'd love to meet with you on that and run an, run an actual analysis to give you that answer on when you should start receiving Social Security. All right. Well, again, you're listening to Mondays with Matt. We're talking about some variables that shape everybody's retirement plan. Uh, some things we all have in there, but they how they can be very different from each person. And of course, uh, again, you can go to GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com to uh, check more out uh, Matt and uh, his service. And you can also just call him at 989-401-2949. All right. Well, I'm just going to hit you with one quick more here, uh, and then we'll take an email question and wrap up this episode of the podcast. But the, the risk factor is another very Matt, uh, how much money should be at risk when we retire, as we approach retire? That's different for each person as well, based on your tolerance, based on what you're trying to achieve. And so it's a real question that you need to spend some time on and working with your advisor on to make sure you are backing down the risk as you get closer to retirement, if that's what's proper. How much risk is a, is a great question, Mark, um, and one that's frequently asked. And I guess when I think about that, I think, what's your purpose for your money during retirement? People have a lot of different needs. And as we talked about, do I need to live on my investments? Do I need need those investments right now? Or are we good for a little while? And then I'm going to have to take out more. Maybe you have to take out more at the, the beginning. And like we just talked about, Social Security will kick in. So we have a shorter time horizon that we need them. But risk is really one of those things that we want to address our time horizon before we need the income to find out how much risk or volatility we can take. We do an analysis on the entire portfolio. We want to be holistic, so we want to know how much cash you have on hand. And we can set up an income plan for you in regards to that. So for example, uh, a lot of clients that I talk to have a need for using some of their money for investments. So what we do is we factor in how much you need monthly off of your investments, and we start to pay that to you usually by like a direct deposit into your bank account. So just like you're getting money from Social Security or a pension, your investments will pay you monthly into your account. So let's say, assume you need $1,000 a month off your investments. Well, then we figure out 12 months of income would be uh, $12,000. So normally we want to have at least that money set aside in cash or something that's not variable so that that money can easily and methodically be taken out and, and deposited. No real risk or concern about market volatility there. And so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll set up an income plan for several years for people. And so we'll think about their money in terms of, okay, let's set aside three or four, maybe five years of income. And so we keep an X amount in cash on hand that usually settles people's uh, stomach really easily when, it, when we talk about market volatility and the other investments. And so if we have like five years of cash or very conservative investments, then a lot of times if, if you've saved up a good amount, We'll ensure that we put X amount away so that in five years, we replenish that bucket that's paying you a monthly income. So now you've got 10 years of retirement set up before you even get started. And normally I like to see that if we're going to 
need a lot of income. We don't want that money exposed to a lot of risk, maybe a, a lower guaranteed growth rate. And um, then we have money earmarked for 10 years down the road. And we can let that money kind of grow a little bit more risky. So we normally like to set up your money in different ways, depending on how much income you'll need it, you're needing and how much time before you're going to need that income. So each person, depending on your situation, could use some kind of a strategy for receiving income during retirement. And that's kind of how we determine volatility. When you're thinking about how much risk do I need, what you really need to think of is how much can I afford to lose on paper, not actual loss, but how much can I afford to lose when I pull my statement out and take a look at it? If I lost 10%, am I going to lose sleep at night? Because if you are, then you're probably taking on a little too much risk. So we want to address that really well. We want to address that up front and we want you to feel comfortable when you go into retirement because it's, you know, once you're there, it's too late to go and make up for losses. And so we really want you to feel comfortable. We really want your income to be safe. There's a lot of factors that go into that. So definitely call, give us a call. We'll, we'll sit down with you. We'll have a discussion. We'll talk about what's your maximum downside that you're comfortable taking when you're going into retirement. And if you don't need the money, maybe you're going to save it for beneficiaries. Then oftentimes those people stay aggressively invested and let their money grow, um, not having much of a need for it themselves. A lot of times charities or their children, they want to let their assets grow, let them take, take a little bit more risk with that. So there's not an exact answer, but really it depends on your situation and what your true purpose for your money is during retirement. All right. Well, there you go. That's our Mondays with Matt this week about variables that shape your retirement plan. And again, as always, we appreciate your time. If you found us through uh, whatever resource you might have found us through, make sure you subscribe to the podcast at the bottom of the page at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com slash podcasts. Uh, that's where you'll find all the various past episodes and upcoming episodes. At the bottom of the page, there's a share link. You can share that with uh, folks you think might benefit from it. And of course, you can always call Matt if you have questions or concerns at 989-401-2949. He's an investment advisor representative and the owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. This has been Mondays with Matt, and Matt and I will see you next time here on the program. Make sure you tune in for future episodes, and we'll see you later. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.